Welcome to the Junior Jobs Podcast, where we interview newly hired junior developers to give you insight into what job search strategies actually work in today's market. Now for your host, Eric Anderson. Hey everyone. Today's interview is with David Kia, a career transitioner who was a homeless, unemployed veteran before getting his first job in tech. But before we get into it, I got to give a shout out to today's sponsor, Revolt. Revolt is a new all-inclusive career services mobile app, helping folks land their dream job. And they're giving you all early access to their upcoming launch in April using code JUNIORJOBS, one word. So don't miss out because you got to be the first to experience the power of Revolt. All right, now into the show. All right, David, well, welcome to the show. Thanks for hopping on. Oh, thank you, Eric, for having me. I appreciate it. <laughs> yes. Uh, so David and I actually go back the last few months. He is a regular member of our Dallas Software Developers Meetup group and an inspiration to many there, given his his story from rags to riches. Right. Uh, so before <laughs> we, we jump in, though, David, can you give us a little more introduction background to you? Okay, awesome. Yeah. Uh, originally from Detroit. Um Let's see, I've been in, I've been around technology for so long at this point. I just feel like uh, it's, this was kind of like a natural transition. Um, I actually went to college for computer science uh, at Ball State University okay. at one point prior to going to the Air Force. Uh, I When I went to the Air Force uh, after a year of college, um, I was working on nuclear missiles, so, <laughs> so oh, wow. I was I was doing that uh, as a uh, electromechanical technician EMT, and so you're working with schematics and electrical components uh, dealing with nuclear missiles, the big ones, of course, not the little ones, but the big ones. Um, and then after that, um, I resided in Japan as a, a contract, well, I guess a government employee, and worked there for four years as an inspector. Um, and prior to getting here to Dallas, I, I was living in Virginia uh, for quite some time working for the government until uh, my position was phased out ultimately. And then um, at that point, I became an Uber driver. <laughs> and, uh, okay. it, was, it, was, it was a little rough in that area. <laughs> and so I ended up getting to this area in Dallas about 2019. And when I first got here, I was actually sleeping in the parking lot of Las Colinas, Walmart, um, Motel 6s, wherever I could find a place really with internet because I was using my GI Bill to take classes um, for cybersecurity, which I thought I was going to do. <laughs> so wow. that was interesting. So I was bouncing around from place to place uh, for good, um, really, until I got to my my apartment now where I live now in May of 2020. Um, so I was uh, definitely an interesting journey. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, I definitely want to dive into a little bit more what that looked like. So how did you latch on to code? I know you mentioned you did a little bit in college before you left for the air force. Uh, right. But so you're an Uber driver. Could kind of walk me through that. Mm -hmm. Why, why diving into code? How did you get started there? Yeah, so uh, I'm Uber driving here in Dallas all before COVID. And uh, like everyone that I was picking up was involved in IT of some sorts and mostly like engineers, software engineers and uh, in high level and, and things that I come to learn now. I'm just like, oh, OK, and uh, head of cybersecurity and all that stuff. So uh, um, having that uh, rapport with people and talking to them about their experiences 
during those 20, 30 minutes really helped. And even during that, I knew that I didn't know anyone here. So I have business cards made. <laughs> so with uh, a QR code that directed those people to my LinkedIn account and anything else that I had set up on there. So uh, met a lot of people through networking and uh, had a few calls, met a lot of great people here in the Dallas area, um, including um, a gentleman that uh, owned an IT company here that was willing to actually train me. I met him. It was like a 15 minute ride. We're talking a really good guy. So I end up joining a meetup group of IT professionals. And within that group, I found out about an IT school here in the Dallas area called Perscolis. And they offer free IT courses. Um, the only thing you got to do is just show up and be present every day. Um, it was uh, IT support, uh, Java developer, quality engineering, and cybersecurity. So I had just missed the Java developer one, but I went into IT support. And so um, with that program, after I completed it in February of 2020, um, I found myself at this point looking for work still, um, not really knowing uh, where I would be, was not even thinking about software engineering. <laughs> it wasn't even my brain. Um, it was just one of those things where once I started my IT job and I, I'm learning this stuff fast in IT sport, maybe two months, one month, maybe max. Like I'm, I'm just learning stuff and, and it's just like, okay, this is not challenging for me right here. Like I know me and it's just the, 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 the hunger to learn more and desire more was just there. And it just kept burning. I was like, I don't know. I don't know if this is it, but I knew it wasn't cybersecurity either, but I've had really good talks with people. So um, a lot of of professionals gave me some really good insight into what I might want to dive into or check out. And so through the program Perscolis that I went to, they had these vouchers. And one of those vouchers was for intro to programming, uh, for Udacity. And you take a course doing HTML, CSS, JavaScript, and Python. And I was like, oh, okay, okay, let me just, I'll take that. Let me try it out. And that was in April of 2020. No, no, no. It was December of 2020 up until April of 2021. It was like five-month program. I think you devote it like maybe a couple hours a week based on your work schedule if you're a full-time employee. And I loved it. I was like, oh, man, this is so cool. I never created pages. You know, my first little HTML page, I think it's somewhere on my GitHub. <laughs> it's probably hidden right now. But it was just basically taking a picture of a Wolverine and positioning it. But I was, it was like, oh, sure. man, I did this. And uh, then designing a little page and stuff. And then we had, like, uh, I want to say, like, a kind of a tic-tac-toe Python project at the end. Um, but I, I loved it. It was crazy, but I loved it. And I was like, okay, um, that was fun where can we get more of this? And, and I said to myself, if I get an opportunity, I think this is what I want to do. I think this is it right here. So wait, walk me through that. So then you are doing Uber during the day. You're sleeping in the Walmart parking lot. You're doing these courses. Like where are you? How'd you get a computer? <laughs> so this is the funny story. So when I first got here, the only computer that I had available for me was a tablet. So I did all my work on a tablet 
literally I had the uh, Samsung S2 Galaxy tab, tab oh and I had the little keyboard thing on there. So what I would do was because I um, started to find like Motel 6s and Airbnbs where I could stay like or just really put my clothes somewhere. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, I would drive up to like various libraries, libraries in Addison um, in Frisco Library. And after I finished driving, typically I woke up at like about 2.33 in the morning, started. And then I would finish up about two afternoon or three and then maybe eat a little bit and then go to the library from like five to nine. So I was still taking my um, cybersecurity certificate course <laughs> that I had started. I wanted to finish mm -hmm. that up. And um, yeah, going there for about four hours and finishing up papers or whatever I needed to do. <laughs> well, I yeah. think that's a great example of just how many free resources are out there, not just for like the education, but mm -hmm. internet, computers, and the public yeah. library. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's great. That's it's a great story. But then after you got that, so I'm just looking at your LinkedIn, mm -hmm. right? After you got that Udacity cert certificate, it still took you a while to land that first job, yeah? Oh, yeah. That was the fun part. So I got that. I'm still working as an IT support specialist. And okay. I finished up the Udacity course in April of 2021. And lo and behold, Priscola's, I, I, it, was, it was a great opportunity there. <laughs> and um, they had an opportunity come up where you could sign up for a software internship, software engineering uh, internship. Um, there were no guarantees that you would get hired afterward, but at least you'd sure. be exposed. And I was like, look, I'm going to take that chance. Like I was already making decent money, stable a little bit, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to try this. I got to, I got to at least try. I got to see. <laughs> uh, was, was this a, a paid internship and unpaid? It was internship? a paid internship. It was, okay. it was a paid internship. How many hours a week? Um, <laughs> <laughs> was it full time? Or? It was full time. It was full time. Okay. But you know, like anything else, if you if you're learning, then after work, you're gonna put in some time. So, oh, sure, sure. so yeah. So it was a full time, and um, I would say that for me, there was um, it was now that I know looking back, that probably wasn't the best way to learn anything. <laughs> I think, I think I regressed more, right? I regressed more. And I think because of communication between the actual company and their partner, um, they have a relationship. So they have tasks um, that you need to get done. And coming as an intern, for us, we didn't have to have any prior knowledge of any type of programming. So to learn um, <laughs> some things in the short amount of time that was kind of placed upon us was a little rough. So uh, I, I think truly for me personally, I think my learning actually regressed in that time, in, in the six months of that time. Like I some stuff I learned, but it was just like a lot that I just kind of like, it was like, oh my goodness, I had no idea. So there wasn't like a mentorship or a, like a good support system there to help you be successful. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. Oh no. I mean, it was it was nothing formatted for the particular program, which was very interesting. Like, it was probably about fifty or sixty of us, and we were all kind of part of like 
I guess you would call like boot camp, so to speak, a Perscolis or a Europe, but things of that nature. And so, mm -hmm. like, not necessarily. Um, I, I I would reckon it to almost like how it is now in the full time, where you have all these meetings and everybody's going through meetings. So you have people that are hey, they're full time, they're working, and then you have mm -hmm. interns that while we don't have a structure for the program. You know, you could probably reach out to someone that may not get back to you in, let's say, a week. <laughs> so. Yeah, so, I, the, I mean, I think you call out a good point here. Of even if you're able to get work experience, you have to make sure you get work experience in, in the right way with the right company that has some structure there or else it may end up being a, de a detriment yeah, to your long-term progression. It was it absolutely. Was so even after that internship, though, five, six months until you got a full-time full role, yeah? Well, yeah. Well, interesting enough, um, through networking, because I've always done that. So that was never an issue. Um, mm -hmm. I was able to secure lots of final interviews. Like, And when I look back, because I, I say my regression in what I learned played a pivotal part like to me now looking back on those interviews they seem pretty easy <laughs> but like going through the time it was just like uh what ordering an array like print out like what? what does that even mean yeah like what is that what do you what do you talk how are you why are you talking like this right <laughs> it was just crazy yeah. like and then i get back like oh my goodness like it were it was things that i knew but I mm -hmm. didn't know how people termed it. So oh, when okay. I heard it, it was like, what? And then, but after the fact, it was like, oh my goodness, you know this, you know that, like you could do that. Like, but I just didn't get the terminology and how people spoke about it. So yeah, that was So what was, uh, what was the turning point then where you kind of, did you kind of, finally realize what you were missing and then do some data structures and algorithms on the side or? Yeah, so that part, that journey right there, mm -hmm. um, the, the big data structures and algorithms, right? And you sit there and you're thinking, okay, well, what is it that I have to know? Because you're thinking of all this stuff. And I said to myself, okay, there's one thing I know for certain the basics, I'm just not comfortable with the basics. So this is what we need to do. We need to just go through a course. So I ended up taking a Udemy course uh, with a professor out of India, um, Muhammad Abdul-Bari. I love him. Yeah, oh, I love him to death. And I, two months, I, I basically sat for two months, eight hours a day, Monday through Friday, and I went through the course systematically. It was a 60 hour course. So I figured I'd probably spend maybe anywhere between 200 to 300 hours on it. So I wanted to make sure I really understood stuff. I took notes, uh, wrote down notes, typed out the code as well to just get that understanding of things. And um, mm -hmm. once I finished that course, I felt really comfortable in just seeing things and understanding. It was like, oh, okay, th that's what I was missing that understanding gotcha. of the fundamental stuff. So then once you had that understanding, when you approached the interview, you were confident and passed? Or is uh, there no, anything else that I, kind I, of that changed that? I didn't pass, but I was definitely a lot more comfortable in the Java portions. What I didn't know, because of projects, 
in its entirety how people speak, they're talking front end to back end. <laughs> what have you created from front end to back end? Um, that part I didn't understand uh, quite frankly yet, but I knew just just the Java portion, and I was like, man, what are you talking about? What streams and and HTTP uh, HTTP requests? Like, okay, yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't think we went through that in Java, of course. Like, so gotcha. okay, it, it was just one of those things. You're like, okay, so I'm still missing something. Um, at this time, I'm unemployed, so I still have to pay, like. Um, the rent and mm -hmm. I was actually eating um I was getting going down to the um the uh food shelters actually during this the summer last summer uh for quite a bit of the summer uh getting food uh just to kind of make it through the week um at that point because after the internship I was unemployed so um even with the mm -hmm. interviews um that I didn't get, which I'll, I'm grateful for them because they taught me so much that I, I should go back and study um, and go over um, and just thankful for the opportunities that came out of those. Um, but there was still a long road to go. And, sure. and I would tell anybody like at that point to me, honestly, if you ask me how much job I knew, two months, maybe, maybe three. And then any HTML, CSS, well, that was like last year. So at this point, I'm just like, uh, I'm like a babe out there. So. For sure. But that's that's part of the journey of getting into software development is learning how to be comfortable being uncomfortable, right? Learn, every every day is a, a new thing, a, a new challenge. Uh, even, even me, and I, I've been doing this for a while. So let's talk a little, one more thing about the job search. Then I want to understand more about your current job now. Mm -hmm. uh, so tech systems, correct, is where you are currently yes. employed? Yes. So that, that specific opportunity, how did you find that one? How did you progress through the ranks? And how did you differentiate yourself from other candidates? Uh, yeah, that is a funny one because I wasn't even searching for a job at the time, not with them. <laughs> I had no idea about it, which was funny. Um, I'm sitting there and I remember my old job, my, my old manager was like, you know, anytime you want to come back, we'll be more than glad to make it happen for you. We'd love to have you back. And I was really teetering on that because I need to pay some bills. I'm like, Ugh. and I just remember saying to myself, you know, if you do this, then everything you would have put in for software engineering, developing, going that path, you know, what was that for? And I was just like, mm -hmm. I told him, hold on, uh, you know, let me get back to you in about a couple weeks. Let me just think about this a little bit more. Um, at which point they referred me to the software engineering division in that particular company. And then I ended up getting a, a message from a recruiter on LinkedIn that was telling me about this opportunity. Like, hey, we have an opportunity. Uh, we'll, the only thing we, we require is we have to train you first. And then once we train you, you know, we put you in a job for a year. And, and you you would be like a, a contract hire, basically. So, mm -hmm. you know, you could potentially get hired, you know, uh, within the entirety of the contract, whatnot. And 
to me, I was like, man, that's awesome, dude. Because then I could just yeah, let I mean, it really build up. Like, I don't mind learning. And I always, for me personally, I just felt like I needed instruction. Like, guide me here so then I can get some type of understanding. And then once that happens, I can take it the rest of the way. Like, I could just yeah. go for it. And worst case scenario, you don't get hired, but you walk away with a year of experience. Right. And different right? technologies. Yeah. I'm thinking like, cause they were just like, yeah, you're going to work with this technology and this and this. And I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> like so for it. So uh, the only thing the pay was okay. You know, it was, it was paid through training and paid now, obviously, but mm -hmm. it was just like, okay, you got this other option. You can go back to work, you know, you get more pay. That's not a problem. Um, but do you like that environment? And it was just like one of those things where you just like, I love working with the people. The environment was just, it was just wacky. It was a little bit unorganized for me. And I was just like, eh, I don't. Yeah, and where do you want to be long-term, right? If yes. you want to be yeah. you know, software engineering, not back in your old tech support role. Right, right, right. So well, that's well, so David, now that you're you're in this role, you've made it. You're living the dream. Yes. Pay may not may not be exactly where you want it to be, but you're on the journey. Yes, love it. Uh, so, so now you're you're on the job. You're mm -hmm. pushing things to production. You're realizing the full scope of what it takes to build a, a full end-to-end -end product. Um, as you look back on your educational journey, what do you wish you knew more of, or spent more time? learning that maybe holding you back or was difficult for you now? I think understanding the scope of and maybe diving more into when people say build a project. <laughs> I think that part because, you know, you build up a little Java program, you run some little loops and you print out some little names and the names attach you loose and like, woohoo, I did it. You know, yeah, yeah, and yeah. you're like, okay, I'm, I'm doing programs. Oh, not quite. <laughs> not quite. And um, I think that part, understanding the full scope of what a project meant, because now as I look back, I'm like, oh man, if I did that, I could see that. But really focusing on, okay, building and learning the different technologies and how they mesh together. Right. Mm -hmm. I think that part to me, looking back, would be like, yeah, you you may want to do that. Because I think I was so focused on just learning Java because I was in as a Java developer, like just, ah, you know, that was just my thing. It was that. So. Well, there's really so much around it, oh, right, <laughs> than just the language. And that, that was a similar structural structure that my educational journey had, I went to a, got a traditional four-year degree. Most of our work was exactly what you described. Uh, mm -hmm. Not really full projects, more just like these little programs that you would write. Yeah. So David, that's a great, thank you. I think we got a lot of really good details. I think it's gonna help a lot of our viewers. So I wanna wrap this up here now with uh, mm -hmm. principles and shout outs. So I'll start with some principles that I'm hearing here uh, and then give you a chance. Mm -hmm. One of my big takeaways from this conversation is just when you're starting out, you really, you don't know what you don't know, right? Whether mm -hmm. it's opportunities for education, you, you talked about the voucher system that was there. Mm -hmm. uh, you talked about opportunities 
from people that were you were riding with uh, for the Uber. Oh yeah. Stuff, and I, I just can't emphasize enough the importance of networking and talking to other people in your local area, because they're going to be plugged in to oh, all yeah. of those opportunities, right? And mm -hmm. they expose you to all of these opportunities and resources that you didn't even know about. Yeah. yeah so that's one principle I want to call out. And then I, I do want to do a shout out for the Dallas Software Developers Meetup Group in the DFW area. If you are there, David and I are regular attenders there. And uh, I think that has been a great resource. We have many new developers mm -hmm. oh, that yeah. help, help to get that first job. We have many hiring events and things like that. Uh, but yeah, principles and shout outs uh, for you, David, my friend. Uh, yeah, like you said, the principles of just um, being open to meeting people and sharing your story, right? Um, I think for me, sharing my story and hearing other people's stories, um, a lot of people that have been in for a long time had the same story I had as far as the struggle and everything. You, you'd be surprised how many people go through the same thing um, mm -hmm. to, to achieve the same goals. Um, and so... Another principle, I would just say perseverance. Um, that's really one of the things that kind of just, I stayed focused once I knew where I wanted to be and go. And so I just, no matter what was happening, <laughs> it was, and it was crazy. I just stayed the course. <laughs> Even if you're sleeping in a parking lot, yeah. coding at a public library. Yeah, that was, right? Just that being was dedicated and yeah. being committed. Yeah, it was, it uh, and connected. Yeah, yeah. and that because I was doing that uh, the networking on the weekends, so I was sacrificing drive time for the networking portion of the weekends, and then mm -hmm. just making it up during the week driving. Um, as far as any shout outs, definitely Prescolas. Oh my goodness, that opportunity there opened up so many levels of opportunity, and even I shout out Uber <laughs> because mm -hmm. I, that was a, a vehicle for me to really meet a lot of great people in this area. And it gave you a flexible work setup oh too, goodness. so you could attend you know, the events that you needed to. Yes, um, I've even had people through Uber and talking to them, like connect me with other people to talk to who share their information. I mean, all for free, and we just chatted and it was just great so uh, many of them i'm still connected with on linkedin and reach out to to thank them too so well that's great david i think we're all in this together yeah right uh, we all want to support each other there are opportunities aplenty for those that are willing to put their nose to the grind make it happen i think david your story is a great example of that so I really want to thank, thank you. you, my friend, for coming here today. And just to wrap us up, I want to thank anybody who's listening or watching. Uh, we'll catch you all later on the next episode of our Junior Jobs Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to the Junior Jobs Podcast. We hope you found these interviews helpful and inspiring as you navigate your own job search in tech. If you enjoyed the show, please consider leaving us a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform. Your feedback helps us improve and reach more new developers just like you. And don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Thanks for listening.